0: What's going on guys this is gary this is josh let's talk soccer so match week one in the premier league done and dusted yeah it's crazy sorry happening exciting um weekend of matches for sure and we'll kind of talk about some of the highlights some of the low lights <clears throat> um but we should say first of all it is the 11th of August, Sunday of the first weekend of the Premier League. Uh, All matches have been played, and we're recording this podcast episode. Uh, For those of you who are joining us for the first time, welcome. Uh, If you don't know who we are, we are a father and son team that loves football, especially the Premier League, and we have become fantasy Premier League addicts over the past few years as well. So um, if you haven't followed us yet on Instagram, please do. Our handle is at Let's Talk Soccer. Simple as that. So give us a follow. And if you do follow us, then tell your friends. We actually just hit 28,000 followers. It's crazy. It's awesome. It's crazy and awesome. I mean, we literally... I've said that word twice now. Uh, We literally hit 27,000 about a week ago, so we're just cruising right along. It's nice that the fantasy Premier League community, and and that's probably the majority of our followers, are interested in that sort of content that we post, but we do also post – just regular Premier League news and uh, stats and things like that. So uh, give us a follow. Um, We'd love to have you along, and you can always DM us as well. And We try to get back to everyone that we can. It was sort of insane. We had thousands of DMs uh, probably the past three or four weeks leading up to the beginning of the season. Um, And it was impossible to get to all of them, you know? Mm -hmm. between work and school and your practices and everything. It's just, you know, I wish this was our full-time job. That would be pretty fantastic. Yeah, that would be awesome. That would be awesome. But, uh, you know, for now it's just a, uh, I guess they would call it a passion project. Um, So if we did not get to you, our apologies, but there's just no way humanly possible, um, unless we didn't ever sleep for three weeks straight, to get back to everyone on that. Um, but now I think things should sort of even out and we'll sort of return to business as usual in terms of being able to get back to everyone. Okay, so let's talk sort of general observations and, and key takeaways. What um, What caught your eye the most this weekend, either player or team or something else?
1: Well, <clears throat> overall, I think every player that – Well, mostly. Every player that... Every big player that everyone thought would get a lot of points Mm -hmm. pretty much delivered. That went from Liverpool to City to Burnley to Spurs to United.
0: Yeah, that's a great point. Uh, Yeah, it really, really did. This... Don't know what the average score is yet for this game week, but I'd have to imagine it's super high. Because, and we'll go through our team in a minute, uh, we ended with 98 points... And it looks like we're going to come in right around in the 90,000 overall rank, which is extremely low considering
1: 98 points in one week, especially it's the first week. Yeah. I think last year the high for the week was only like 105 or something like that. So,
0: I mean, who, yeah, who would have thought that that 98 would be sort of a frustrating score because we started Sunday – uh, I think our rank was exactly 9,250th overall, and then of course we only had uh, what one player playing today, which was Iozzi. and everybody knows he blanked. He got three points, so uh, we didn't quite get to the hundred mark. But then Abamyang scored in uh, in the Arsenal game that. Uh, Followed, or actually was going on at the same time as Leicester City match. And then, of course, me and you just laid it to Chelsea and those points that we didn't get really, really hurt us. But yeah, great point in that um, a lot of the players, a lot of the go-to players did quite well in terms of their scores. Um, A couple of surprises, I guess, um, or at least players that, that we as managers were counting on. Uh, Perez, I mentioned. Vardy didn't really come through. I saw that his expected goals was 0.00. So I don't know if that's a glitch and it's supposed to be some sort of a registered number. Um, But if not, that's pretty pathetic. Uh, Let's see. Who else um, didn't quite... uh, Bernardo Silva didn't play at all. Um... None of the Chelsea boys did all that well. So, uh, you know, uh, Josh King and Callum mm-hmm. Wilson and Frazier uh, didn't do jack. So few sort of, uh, you know, uh, red X's there on the list. But for the most part, uh, players like Sterling and Salah and Kane and Aubameyang and even Aguero. Um, the, the boys back in the back there for King. Liverpool all did really, really well. Speaking of Liverpool, let's talk about Allison for a second. So he came off early into the first half of the game against Norwich. And um, apparently some sort of a problem with his calf. And I don't know that it's been officially announced as to what it is yet. A lot of people speculating. Um, I think the team came out and said sort of initially it was a strain. But a lot of people thinking it could be a ruptured Achilles which would definitely keep him out for at least a, a couple of weeks. He's already been taken out of their, uh, what, the was it the Club World Cup match? They've got something. Oh, uh, the Super Cup Super match. Super Cup match, right. So they've got that coming up this week, and he's already been out of there. So uh, Adrian came on and did a great job, actually, mm-hmm. um, for Liverpool. But, of course, now there's the mad dash to get um, – to get Allison out of people's squads, he is. Uh, let's see what the current transfer activity. Uh, he is currently the most transferred out player of the game week uh, already. Almost three hundred and thirty thousand managers transferring him out, even though nobody knows his status. Yeah. So you know, to me, that is a horrible knee-jerk reaction. His price will, without a doubt, drop. Um, and Ederson is the most transferred in player at coming up on 175000 So I would imagine that his price will go up at some point. And, and these are just unnecessary moves. Until it's announced um, that Allison is out, I, I just think that, that it's an announcement or it's, it's a move that doesn't need to happen. These knee-jerk reactions um, are really, really – effective ways at burning your free transfers Mm -hmm. and forcing you into, potentially, into um, taking points hits. Yeah, because, especially at the start of the season, there's no real reason in doing it so
1: early. And as you said, we don't know exactly what's happening. Right. Um, And that, not only does that not go for Allison, that goes for pretty much any
0: player. Yeah. You know, the the knee-jerk reaction guaranteed... um, you know, Rashford will be a highly transferred in player. Um, you know, Pogba will be, Martial will be. It's a very um, reactive um, type of community. Great, great groups of people. We've had nothing but good interactions with folks. But we as a community tend to uh, react and overreact way, way too quickly. Um, somebody has a good game or a bad game and they're ready to dump them. Folks, there's a lot of managers who are ready to get rid of Josh King uh, because he didn't have any returns. It's one game, mm-hmm. right? If there's one sort of golden rule that we try to talk about, it's about being patient. Let your team develop a little bit. You've, you've got 37 more game weeks to go. It's a long season. Um, you're not going to hit perfection. Week so sort of, make moves here and there. There may be room for improvement, maybe you just wanted to see a specific player play, before you play. Completely understand that, but make sure your moves are based on strategy and not just emotions. Mm-hmm. That's probably the best way to put it because we tend to make decisions in this game with emotions versus data and that's something that we will continue to try to provide more of is data so that you guys can make informed decisions because that's really the right way to do that. You look at expected goals, expected assists. um, Those are the kinds of things that you can start to tell a little bit of a story and understand the decisions that are best for your squad. What I am happy about is that, and we might as well go through our team here now. That we chose a premium striker. Uh, originally, I think we had Bournemouth guys at the top at one point. We had a couple of different versions um, with you know two or three sort of mid to mid high um, priced forwards, and that just didn't feel right to me because or to us, because A, I'm glad we chose Harry Kane. Um, b if you ever do want to bring a premium forward in it's really hard if you don't already have the funds up there you know you've got to make at least two transfers just to be able to get you know someone more expensive into the squad and if you, if your team's not already sort of created the
1: way you want a, like a certain player will struggle
0: yeah
1: you guys as, as because you know especially when prices start to change. Yeah. And you're sort of becoming you know, limited with the amount of stuff with the amount of money you have. Right.
0: It's gonna be difficult to get that guy in. That's a great point. Yep. Um, you know, the budget part, the price changes are real. And unfortunately, uh, we as FPL managers tend to tend to uh, create a transfer market um, that probably shouldn't be the way it is. These knee jerk transfers in and out sort of unnecessarily uh, instigate or initiate price drops or increases that really don't need to happen. Um, you know, Everybody panics one way or the other uh, based off of a game or a play, and, um, you know, it just probably could be managed much better. Um, let's talk about our team. So we ended with 98 points. Happy about that. Was really hat- hoping for 100. I mean... Nice about uh, hitting that 100 threshold, um, but super happy with our 98 points. I was hoping that the rank would be better because of it, uh, but it's not, and that's okay. Uh, but off to a great start. So in goal, we had Ryan. He got us 9 points. Very happy with um, that. Alexander Arnold with 5 points, Zinchenko with 6, And Dyke with 8, and Dinier with 6 all the way around the back five there, Sterling with 20, Ayosi, as we mentioned, Salah, 13, and on the bench, just in case you're curious, we have Button, Greenwood, Lundstrom, and Dendonker. Um, you know, three of our players with no returns, everyone else did exceptionally well. So, um, good. you know, to me, there's nothing really, like, if we didn't have a free transfer available, I'd be perfectly okay with that. We mm-hmm. have a solid team. Yeah, uh Man City and Spurs. So we're, we're run into that at some points. It doesn't mean you need to completely avoid it and change your team around. Um, something that we had been talking about and planning to maybe do going into game week two anyway was to switch out the. and bring Juan Basaka. That will probably be the move we will make because that was a planned move. And just the way that the man defense played today and the way that Juan Basaka played and got some bonus points, um, I think just sort of. You know, help make that decision. Uh, Imagine that he's going to sit on the bench for that much longer. Yeah. So I think the, the rotation in the back will begin at some point. So I'd rather avoid that sooner than later. Um, We mentioned a couple of Liverpool defenders. I also want to talk about um, this next transfer of um, Andy Robertson. So right now, 47,000 transfers out. uh, And presumably, uh, most of those people transferring Alexander Arnold in. And I just find that really fascinating and a little bit frustrating because Robertson Finished with the most points of any defender last season. Now, just because he had one game, he didn't have an assist or a goal or a clean sheet, which none of the Liverpool defenders got credit for a clean sheet. Um, is there, it's just unnecessary. Those are managers, unless that move is for strategic reasons and it's to, um, you know, bring in a lower price defender so that you can upgrade. Kane or a bombing, or something along the lines of chasing points, right? Just because Alexander Arnold played well this weekend doesn't mean that he's going to get more points than Robertson next weekend. And my guess is that there will be times and probably equal number of times throughout the season where one will do better than the other, and then the next weekend it will go the opposite the, the opposite the inverse of that so um don't you know don't just close the door completely on Robertson because of one game you guys know what he's capable of doing so please if if you've got your free transfer and you're thinking of doing it and the reason is because you want Alexander Arnold in instead uh, it's just I wouldn't recommend that if we get DMs asking for that um chances are you've got better places to use your um to use your free transfer. Um but yeah so we're super happy with um with our 98 points um and the one move if we make any moves will be uh Zinchenko to Wan Mm Basaka and I think that's it um as far as our team goes. Let's just sort of look at um some team performances and some individual player performances. Uh, before we get into some tips and things like that. So, uh, let's see here. So, obviously, Liverpool with a decisive win 4 1. Late in the game, Arizona had a really nice goal, although I think there may not be a spot for him. One is back in and fully functional, so that's unfortunate because Origi could be a um, real value if he was a regular starter. Um, and they, uh, and they have been there go.
1: They're a very dominant team, again. You expect a dominant yeah. one. I think
0: Pookie played well. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, at $6.5 million, uh, he's not, especially if you're looking for a differential, he's not a horrible option uh, by any means. And, of course, you know, away at Liverpool means that that their schedule is only going to get better from here. I mean, that's kind of a, you know... That and going to the Etihad are probably the the two biggest tests, especially for a newly promoted team in the first game week. So I would expect Norwich to uh, get progressively better and for for Pookie to do the same. Yes. Uh, Man City, 5-0 over West Ham. Sterling with a hat trick. Um, Aguero with a, a penalty, retake penalty, finally gets it in. Uh, we'll talk about VAR in a second. And then Jesus had a goal as well. So Jesus gets the start over Aguero, which, you know, for Aguero owners, um, I'm sure they were super nervous until uh, that penalty call happened. And then Aguero missed the penalty the first time. And, uh, and they must have their heart must have stopped for a second. And then finally he got to retake it after the review. But uh, a goal disallowed because of VAR, a goal allowed after VAR, and then in that game two, the penalty retake. So there's a certain way that goalkeepers um, have to have their feet situated um, when the whistle blows on a pen, and apparently um, Fabianski was not positioned like that, so maybe he came off his line a little early or something, and it was reviewed and Aguero got to retake that. But um, VAR definitely making its presence felt um, early in the season. Yeah, for sure. Um, You know, I I think it's going to be one of those things where it's going to sort of net out equal. There will be certain goals that will be disallowed because of it, and there will be certain goals that will be allowed um, Mm -hmm. because of it. I think we've seen that in lots of other leagues, too, that uh, penalties and goals haven't necessarily increased because of VAR.
1: Yeah, and also the good thing is
0: it sort of gives that assurance
1: that it's, most of the time it's the correct call, yeah. especially on the offsides. Yeah. You can't get the offsides wrong from VAR. You know, they have the review. They have the line. Yeah. And it sort of takes that question out of the everyone's yeah. mind yep. if it was on or
0: off. Yep. Um, but from that game, Sterling obviously probably impressed the most. Looks strong. Ederson... Um, had a couple of saves uh, that kept uh, in a row. Uh, um, you know, all the way around the look really good. Um Mares looked really good. Some that this season. You know, I think that's gonna um, Maybe there's gonna be a lot of flip flopping mm-hmm. depending on what's going on. You know, the fact that Pep started Jesus, um, maybe is some sort of a message. But uh if you don't have Sterling, you're definitely kicking yourself right now. And I I would suggest if you're planning to wild card, I would suggest that you get um you know, stop Sterling and Salah are pretty much essentials. Yeah. They're the, in this game.
1: Yeah. Not only just Because they're they're always those dominant players. Last season was
0: the exact same. Yeah. This season is looking the exact same, too. Yeah. I mean, both from a performance standpoint and an ownership standpoint, kind of hard to go without either of those guys. Uh, Since you're – if you're asking yourself, guys, when are you going to wild card? I've got an answer for you. Probably somewhere around week five or so, I think, once we get a real, real good sense of what's what and who's who uh, and really know the players we like and the players we don't, that will probably be the time that will wildcard unless we're absolutely in love with our team. And then maybe we won't. Um, But that's kind of the plan is let those first few weeks just sort of observe, uh, watch trends, uh, you know, do the good old fashioned eye test and then make um, a more informed decision then. Um, Okay, Bournemouth and Sheffield United 1-1. Uh, like we said, uh, Wilson, Fraser, and King definitely uh, left their owners wanting more from them. And they didn't. But don't freak out. Don't start transferring out any of them uh, because their fixtures are still extremely tasty looking. And, you know, it, it can't get much worse than it was. So um, hopefully it'll get better quicker. Burnley three Southampton Hill, um, Wayne pulled into town and just came roaring through the station. he banged in a couple and he was in our, not, not too long ago. And, you know, in hindsight, it would have been nice to have him in there. That would have put us well over a hundred. Um, but, uh, I think he's a good value at 6.5 and, um, Uh, Who'd we have in goal there? Uh, You know, Pope, I think, will be, you know, had a clean sheet, and I think he'll be a good value at 4.5 there. Um, Palace and Everton come to a nil-nil draw. Not super impressed with the Everton attack. Didn't watch the game, but everything, the highlights, and just sort of following along. Um, You know, Sigurdsson and Richarlison there in that attack. Definitely... um, had some frustrated managers, especially those that owned Sigurdsson. So, um, something to keep an eye on. Their, their fixtures are extremely attractive. So, you know, hopefully, uh, if you own sooner than later, um, I would say kind of shock Watford
1: 3 yeah. 0.
0: Um, wouldn't expect that. Wouldn't expect that. Um, You know, Matty Ryan with a nice clean sheet, and the defense did quite well. Dunk. had Super frustrated at that. Um, I've never been big on Watford players. Anyone who's who's asked our opinion on them, I always sort of steer them away and it's nothing against Watford, the club. I just don't like their players in FPL. Spurs 3, Aston Villa 1. Aston Villa go up early in that game with a nice McGinn goal um, and then Kane with 2 goal. with an amazing rocket of a shot. Um, Not very late in the game, in Kane style, bangs him too. So, uh. Okay,
1: he can actually score in August. Uh, in Dumbele, great goal. Yeah. I still am not 100% convinced that you want him on your team. No. I still. It's by a, a great goal. Yeah. Really powerful. He's still very defensive. Yep. So I'm not 100% convinced on him, but. Yeah. If he continues the way he does, who knows, We yes. you might need to get him in.
0: You're right. New, yeah, new players to the league. Another reason we won't uh, wildcard for another couple few weeks is um, let's see what these newly promoted teams and these newly promoted players and players new to the league can do. I agree with that 100%. Uh, let's the 4.5 million, uh, maybe not a bench player in your squad for much longer. Uh, sounds like he should have at least had one goal. Um, actually saw it, and you know, had he shot better, he probably would have. Um, or actually, no, it was called back. I think there was. I think he did score for a moment, and then it was called back on VAR. So um, that would have been amazing, but you know, disappointing performances from um, Jota. Um Hims, uh Madison, Tillemans, Perez and Vardy. Him and King, uh, or sorry, him and Kane. Um, take your pick. I think both are Chelsea nil, Rashford with double, with a and Saw some of the teams uh, impressive in the attack, An inspired team, and maybe just Chelsea uh, was trying to sort of find itself. Team, new manager, so you can't fault them a whole lot um, for the loss, so uh you know, more to be determined on the Chelsea squad, but, uh, you know, even uh, Maguire, who got man of the match, and Juan Vasaka, all looking good, and all of a sudden now, David De Gea looks like a good goalkeeper to have in your squad, and he's not the most expensive anymore. Yeah, so it's,
1: it was almost sort of good that he had a uh, fairly poor season last year. Yeah. His price goes down, and if the defense continues? Yes. Uh, he he'll, could he'll be a decent option.
0: Yep, absolutely. So <clears throat> players on our watch list, and we'll will definitely post these, plus probably some more uh, You know, during the week on our Instagram account. But um, Aubameyang, for sure. Definitely. Still, if you have Wilson Frazier, hold on to them for at least one more game. Um, yeah. Way out. Um, defense was good, For most of the day, yes. Yeah. Who else? Yeah, I'd say if you have Sigurdsson or Richarlison, give them another week or two. Um, Claire, perhaps, uh, I would expect oh, well. to do well. I think it's Van Dyke. Even though it's expensive, the best value of the or yeah. even uh, you know, including Gomez and Matheus Maybe they're well to first maybe and if they do then for sure it's uh, definitely worth consideration. But I wouldn't make any changes just yet until to tell. not squad long they are maybe soon your team in you to bring in Kane, then by all means do it. Or have a plan where maybe you uh, bring in Aubameyang, um, who Arsenal play at home against Burnley, and then your plan is to transfer to Kane. But something like that. I definitely have a plan. Um, Sheffield United and Palace play. I could definitely see Sheffield coming out with a win here. We've got Holly Norwood, who's just five million pounds. Uh, say, um, I guess weak link in our starting eleven, but um, from what I saw and heard this weekend, he's not super weak. Mm-hmm. So and he, you know, gets the occasional assist or goal, and that's a, a nice differential. A little bit of playing time towards the end of the game. Um, but I don't know that I would go out, you know, there's Billy Sharp, who <coughs> uh, had the goal for Shaftesville, and if you haven't seen his goal, you should. "What is scoring is really what it's all about, uh, but I don't know that I was going a transfer or check separate or yet. Um, one of the top." so is management going Yeah. Education's on. There's you a right now. I think Maybe it will. Um, you know, uh, I don't know that I would transfer in players from either team right now, especially given that uh, players on meter team perform well and because of the fixture. I think that would discourage me from uh, transferring in any Chelsea or Leicester City players just yet. Um, but if you own. Any of them, especially if you own smart ones, I'll say, ones that are nailed on and that um, are known performers like a Perez um, or like a Madison, then by all means, hang on to them. Uh, I don't think you need to, you know. um, Chelsea allowed four goals to Man U today, so who knows? Maybe, um, you know, Vardy or Perez, hopefully Iosi has a big game next weekend at Chelsea. And then um, another great match coming up next Monday, uh, Man U go to Wolves. <clears throat> so that will be a real test, I think, especially for Wolves with Man U coming in. Um, my sense, and I could be off, is that Wolves are be fighting up wolves the- He had a really big um, played well this summer, but had a really big teamer in their attack. So um, just so, I'm just sort of keeping one eye on the Wolves' attack because I could see where... Um, just because of the volume of minutes being played that um you know something could sort of cave in there,
1: and the thing the real thing about this, especially with wolves, it sometimes changes with other teams, yeah, especially in that are sort of fifth and sixth is they have if we're thinking realistically, they don't have too much of a chance of winning the Europa League, yeah, so at this point it's just extra matches, right because. Even if they make it out of the group stage, let's say that, they get flooded with all the Champions League teams right. that don't make it. And yeah. usually there's a few good teams there, Yeah, not including the rest of the teams in the Europa League already. So it's very difficult for a team to make that long run while also trying to stay right. sort of decent in the Premier League. Yep, though. you're right. And yeah. then also,
0: that's not including the FA Cup. Yeah, right. Carabao they just don't have the depth of like a Man City. Nobody mm-hmm. has the depth of a Man City. But, um, you know, Coutrone coming in will help up top a little bit. But uh, I don't know. I'm just not sold. Um, somebody on Twitter was asking why a lot of people don't own, own Doherty like they did last season. And one, it's because um, of his price last season coming at 4.5. That was a hell of a value. Secondly, it's a, it's a different, different Wolves yeah. this season, I think. Not to say that they're going to do poorly, but I just think it's, it's a whole other layer <clears throat> of complexity that they have. Okay, let's wrap today up um, by talking about tips going into game week two. Uh, we've talked about some players to watch, um, even some players to avoid at least going into this next game week, maybe not for the entire season. Um, You know, going back to don't make reactive, knee-jerk decisions. I think that's really probably, at this point of the season, probably our most valuable tip. Um, That plus and you have very little data to go on, but look at the data. What are the expected goals versus what they actually delivered? If you're looking at attackers, look at clearances, blocks, interceptions, um, heat maps, things like that that can help sort of piece together a story to make sure that, that if you're looking at a player that he's the right one to bring in. Yeah. Um, You know, even the good old fashioned eye test, that we talked about, see what their involvement is, and see if you if you like what you see. Mm-hmm. Um, ask questions. you know, hit us up with a DM, uh, comment on any of our posts, and lots of people will chime in, uh, mostly constructive feedback, but sometimes you get the occasional troll on there. Uh, but we're lucky in that we don't have a ton of trolls, which is nice. Um, Twitter, is a great place. Lots of good people in the FPL community on Twitter as well. So um, you can find out all kinds of information uh, if you just go and look. But uh, we will post our team and our final points later in the day once all of that is uh, finalized uh, on the FPL website or app depending on which you're using. Um, if you have suggestions for us This season, in terms of things that you'd like to see or would like us to do, hit us up. Let us know uh, on Instagram at Let's Talk Soccer. I think that's going to do it, then, for this week. Um, You know, uh, a very observational sort of weekend, and that's exactly what I was hoping for, and I think we saw and learned a lot this weekend. So, um, you know, just make sure if you're going to make moves— Make smart ones think longer term than just next weekend in mind, unless you have a plan in place, like we talked about getting a bombing in for next weekend and then already planning to bring in Kane the weekend after. Um, Just be smart with your chips and your free transfers. Yeah,
1: they're very, very valuable this year. Well, actually, well, I think this year, they're always very valuable, so yep. don't put them to waste.
0: Yep, absolutely. All right, guys, that's going to do it. Thank you for getting us to 28,000 followers on Instagram. And hit us up at Let's Talk Soccer. Until next time, guys, we wish you green arrows, and we say peace. Peace. Goodbye.